<sighs> and welcome to another edition of the real. Did I just say real sports? Ah, <laughs> uh, fuck. <laughs> It's the Gentile Life Podcast, not the Real Sports Rundown. Having children is a wonderful blessing, but sometimes the story leading up to their birth, well, those are just really funny, and sometimes you got to share it. So on this week's edition of the Gentile Life Podcast, I'm sharing the hilarious story of when my wife went into labor with our oldest daughter. Misinformation was given, my wife yelling at a lady to give her the drugs, and a very funny selfie was taken. All that and more on this week's edition of the Gentile Life Podcast. All right, we're back with another edition of the Gentile Life Podcast. Um, and uh, if you're listening, uh, you just so you know, you can find us on YouTube. So for those of y'all watching on YouTube, hi, how you doing? Ryan Gentile, nice to meet you. So so on the podcast, I've, I've had a few guests on for like the last number of weeks, actually last few months. Uh, my friend Ashley Clark and I were talking about a movie tournament. My friend Natalie David joined us to talk about, you know, her hair salon uh, that she opened up in Jersey City. So great episode. So make sure that you go check them out on the podcast. Um, as far as YouTubers go, uh, the first episode on YouTube was last week with Natalie. So feel free to check that one out. But I kept thinking to myself, okay, what am I going to talk about this week? I didn't have a guest, you know, and this is about everyday life. And I was trying to think and I thought to myself, okay, um, what was I going to talk about before the movie tournament? Because I know before I came up with that idea, I, I had an idea of what I was going to discuss next and it hit me. I was like, oh yeah, I'm going to talk about going into labor. And you know, before anybody starts yelling, right, how would you know about going into labor? No, guys, look, listen, obviously I'm not talking about my experience, you know, literally because I'm a dude, I don't have a vagina or a uterus. Yes, I get it. Calm down. Just 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 simmer down. <laughs> no, um but I have a story about going into labor, at least from my perspective of how everything went with me and my wife. So, uh for those of y'all watching, you can see over my uh my shoulder here that I have two uh young daughters, you know, some pictures up of them. And you know, it, it's something that <laughs> just you know, you you've seen the movies or on TV shows like, Oh, my water broke. Okay. Let's just go to the hospital. Okay. Let's, you know, it, let's just be real. You know, TV and movies never depict what it's really like to go into labor. I mean, it's, I, I think any woman would agree with that. Like it is not like that. <laughs> At least I know that's what my wife would say. So our oldest will be four in May. And so when we were pregnant with her, you know, we were going to the doctor and everything else, and it got to a point where she was, you know, she didn't flip. You know, she got stuck, and they are like, all right, you're going to have to do a C-section. So her original due date was uh, June 9th, and then she was going to come June 2nd, you know, and so we had a scheduled C-section for June 2nd, which was a Friday, and, or was it June 1st? It was one of those two. It was June 1st or June 2nd, and so we have that planned, and we have it ready to go, and... You know, where the story really gets interesting, um, I got to preface. So my wife and I work for the same company. So we carpooled into work every day into Houston and her cube was like eight cubes from mine. You know, she was not very far. And so it's the week before the pretty much the last full week of May. Right. So going into Labor Day weekend and. And so like Monday, she's messaging me like, okay, like I 
think I feel phantom. Like, she's, like, freaking out. Like, okay, I thought I felt something, and she couldn't tell. And I'm like, okay, well, you know, obviously, like, the whole timing thing of, you know, is it under five minutes or whatever? And she's like, oh, no, no, it's nothing like that. It's like, okay, then we're fine. We're fine, right? So then Tuesday rolls around, and I have this huge meeting. So we have, it's a two-story building. And so down, I'm downstairs, and her and I, uh, uh, cubes are upstairs. And so I'm downstairs in this big meeting from, with my department. It's like 30 of us there, you know, or maybe it was all of HR. I can't remember. I'm, I was a recruiter. And, you know, for those of y'all that haven't uh, listened to the podcast before, go check out the I Quit story because I, I share about how I quit my job. But that's another discussion. So go check out that episode on the podcast uh, if you're listening. So I'm downstairs. And I'm in my meeting, and when my coworker she walks up to me, she goes, "Hey, um, you know, don't be alarmed, but Megan's water broke." And I went, "What?" I went, "Oh shit!" Like boom. So I'm, I'm like, I'm out the meeting. I'm like, "Gots to go." <laughs> and they're like, "What?" I was like, "Yeah, I think we're having a kid." And everyone's like, "Yeah," and you know, I, I take off running, you know, and I, I find her. And so as we're walking to the car, or we're getting to the car. You know, she seems fairly calm, and. I'm like, there's no water though. I don't like your, your pants aren't wet. Like not like there's nothing there. So are we sure? She goes, yeah, like I feel something. I was like, okay, okay. So we're going, we're gone. So we get to the hospital and this is where, and I'm going to share why, but, uh, this visit pissed me off. Not in the moment. It, it happened later. So we get there and they're like, no, your water didn't break. Nothing like that. And so, I'm like, okay, great. So we just, you know, came down here for nothing. All right, whatever. You know, so we were there for like maybe 20 minutes, maybe 20, 30 minutes tops. And we leave, you know, I think they did some kind of test on her or something. I don't know. So we leave. And so then Wednesday, you know, she's messaging me like crazy. I think I'm like, okay, are you sure? Because <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to keep going back. I Like I didn't take off work, you know, like I got things I got to do before I actually take off work. And so then Thursday rolls around. It's the same thing. You know, she's messaging me. She's messaging me because, you know, we have like a messenger that we can talk to each other, you know, or anybody in the company. You know, think of it like, you know, instant messenger on Facebook, Instagram, old school days, AOL, you know, that type of thing. So, <laughs> so, so Friday rolls around and we're driving in and she's not saying anything. You know, she's quiet. I'm thinking, okay, finally, like I was kind of getting under like, hey, like stop, stop bugging me about this unless it's the real deal because you're, you're, you're confusing me. I'm not sure what's happening. And so she doesn't say anything driving into work. And then we get into work and, you know, she's not messaging me. She doesn't say anything. I'm thinking, okay, cool. You know, she's, she's good, right? Okay. Okay. We're good. We're going to have our kid next week. We got it planned. We're good. So we go to lunch and so we have a cafeteria in our office as well. So we walk downstairs and well, me and her, she, uh, she takes the elevator. I, I think I was already downstairs. And usually with my department, everybody like eats lunch together. You know, there's a big group of us. And for whatever reason, most of the people were not there. Maybe they were off. I, I can't remember. I think they maybe took off for Labor Day or for Memorial Day. I can't remember. So anyway, so it's me and her and my friend Deja Pope and Mark Graham, you know, uh, two of my coworkers. Uh, so we're all sitting, you know, at this little table and we're eating and we're laughing. We're joking and, you know, and she's being herself. But I could tell, you know, she. I, I think she, I thought she was just nervous. Like, OK, like I'm just going to be quiet until I know for sure or something along those lines. I didn't know. So. <laughs> So we are eating lunch, we're done, or I'm done, I go upstairs, and like as soon as, like, and so she stays down there with Deja and Mark, and as soon as I sit down, my phone rings, and it's Deja, and she goes, hey, you need to get down here right now, 
because her water broke. And I went, shut the fuck up. No, it didn't. Whatever. You're like, y'all are messing with me. You have to be because of what happened Tuesday, right? And so she's like, no, seriously, get down here. I said, okay, fine, whatever. So you have to understand there's like this, like there's an elevator and a staircase, you know, for where uh, I sit. And the staircase is right, it's closest to where my cube is. And so I am walking by my cube and people are coming talking to me, asking me questions about things at work and all this stuff. And I'm taking my time because I'm thinking, okay, she's, they're messing with me. So I'm taking my time. I'm walking down the staircase. I see people. I'm still talking. So at the bottom of the staircase, when you turn the corner, is there a door? And as soon as you open the door, you're like practically in the cafeteria. So I open the door and I, and where we were sitting was on the complete opposite end of where this door was at. And so I open the door and I look over there. And so for those of y'all watching um, on YouTube, uh, and if anybody's listening, but this, you know, you're not gonna be able to see exactly, but my wife is like sitting, like leaning back. I can see her hands grabbing the bottom of the chair and she's leaning back and she's just going (laughs) like, I mean, she's breathing heavily and I can tell she's in pain. I was like, oh shit. And I mean, I fly across this cafeteria. I mean, I'm leaping over these little bean bags. I mean, it's like a Facebook type of feel of the type of cafeteria that we had. You know, it's very um, Google-esque type of thing. And so I'm like jumping over stuff. I'm like, oh my God, are you? And I, and I see water. I went, oh shit, it broke. Okay, we got to go. And um, so we get there. And so we're, we're leaving. Okay, so we're leaving. And Deja being the great friend that she is, is like, I got your stuff. Where is it upstairs? I'm like, yeah, it's upstairs. And I'm like, why? I got to go get the car. And Mark's like, I'm going to stay here. I'm not moving. I am not going to move. I am staying right here. So I'm freaking out like, okay, we got to hurry and go. And so I go get the car. Mark, of course, being Mark, I love this. So he takes a selfie with my wife while she's literally in labor. And she's smiling like this nervous smile and her eyes are thinking, get me to the hospital right now. Oh, my God. It was it was a great photo. It's a great photo. So. <laughs> so anyway, so I, I'm freaking out like like we got to go hurt, like quickly. Now, here's a part of a story I didn't mention before because I was saving it for this moment. So if you're thinking to yourself, well, wait a minute, Ryan, if she's breached and everything, she's stuck in the water breaks. I mean, the baby's not coming. So why are you like freaking out, like saying we got to hurry up and go? So Tuesday, when we were at that hospital, a nurse is like checking the cervix and doing all this stuff. And she's like, oh, my God, your baby has a lot of hair on her head. And we both looked at each other like, what do you mean? And she goes, I can feel I can feel her head. We're like, well, wait a minute. But her head's not down there. Her head's up like near the rib cage. Like, how could you feel her hair? And she goes, oh, no, she's she's turned. She's good to go. And so when they told us that on Tuesday, we said, Oh, okay. So she's flipped. Okay, we don't have to do the C-section, which I was happy about because I'm like, cool, I can get my money back that we paid for for a C-section. So now back to Friday. That's why I'm freaking out because I'm like, the baby is in the correct position, right? And so I'm flying the car, you know, and she's, you know, trying to walk as best as she can. And I mean, she's in pain. She's in pain. And so we get in the car and I mean, and we have a pathfinder, you know, and so we take off we're like we're gone. I call my parents I'm like, hey, we're on our way to the hospital. The water broke. We are having the kid because we told them the same thing. Like, hey, kids are the kids flipped. You know, so we call both parents. We tell them my parents live closer than her. So they they were able to get to the hospital pretty much the same time that we did. But here's the thing. I'm freaking out because of what the nurse told me on Tuesday. So I'm thinking, oh, shit, we got to go. So as we're going, I'm like, OK, how far apart are the contractions? And she's like 30 seconds. I'm like, what the fuck? 30 seconds. 
I'm freaking out now because I'm like, she goes, well, I felt them this morning. I'm like, why didn't you say something? And she was like, well, because you were getting irritated and I didn't know for sure. And I was scared to tell you. And I was like, no, like if it's two minutes, you tell me. And so she was having contractions and we get to the office 7 30 ish, eight o'clock in the morning. And her, and this all happened at one o'clock, you know, cause we had lunch at noon and at one o'clock and all this happened. So for hours, I mean, she's just going into labor, not saying a word. So of course now I'm driving and I'm freaking out. I am freaking out because water's going everywhere. She's sitting there in pain. I mean, she's screaming bloody murder. And I'm thinking this kid is about to plop out on the floorboard on the passenger side of the car. Holy shit. I got to go because I, I, I mean, am I going to have to deliver this baby? So I'm just, I mean, I, I fly like I'm gone. And so I'm, I mean, I'm not being safe, which I, I know, I know I should have been safe, but I wasn't, I was trying to get to our HOV because I knew once I get to the HOV, I could take it all the way down because it, it exits right near the hospital. I just thought to myself, God, please don't let there be a slow driver. But I'm like, ah, it's one o'clock in the afternoon. There should be nobody on it. Well, of course, as soon as I get on, I see this car is just cruising along, being slow as hell. But luckily, there's an exit. Like, right when I caught up to this dude, the exit was there. He exited. He was gone. I was like, okay, thank God. So, I fly. So, I mean, I'm flying down there. Let's just say I almost hit triple digits <laughs> a couple times because I was like, we got to go. And I was like, man, if I get pulled over, I'm like, bro, you're going to have to help me deliver this baby. So, anyways, we get to the hospital. And, uh, as we're pulling in, like I mentioned, my parents got there at the exact same time we did, you know, so we, we, we pull in and, um, I see my parents and I'm like, I wave to them. I go pull to the valet. There's nobody there. Now, of course, because we were there Tuesday, I knew where to go. So I get her in the wheelchair and I just yell at my dad, dad, park the car. We got to go. It's coming. She's coming now. And so boom, we take off. And little did I know at the time, but I found this out later. So apparently I thought my mom was just going to wait by, and my dad was going to get in the car. Oh no, my mom decided to go sit in the passenger seat with my dad and not even thinking that mention this to them, but yeah, there was labor water everywhere. My mom just splashes right into it. Found that out later. That was hilarious. Sorry, mom. <laughs> so anyways, so we get in there and I'm like, she's in labor. We got to go right now. And the baby's coming 30 seconds apart anyway so they're like okay so they're taking their time they're not really rushing anything and i'm thinking this kid is about to come out so they do the the check thing and they're like okay well um only one bag broke and i'm like excuse me and apparently there's like multiple bags i guess that have to break to truly be in labor i'm like do you not see how much pain she's in like the i don't give a shit what the, the the what they say like she's in labor i don't care if it's one bag or 20 million bags like the water is broken and she's in pain and in contractions that are 30 seconds apart. Get like get her in there. And they're like, okay. And they're like, oh, and actually, um, so you had a scheduled C-section, right? It's like, yeah, but they said Tuesday. Oh, no, no, she's she's still breach. Excuse me. Oh my God. I was I was like, I'm sorry, what? So apparently the nurse on Tuesday didn't know jack shit of what she was talking about. So I was like, what the Oh, I was pissed. I was so pissed because that information is why I was freaking out and flying as quickly as I was because in my brain, she said the kid flipped. She's in labor 30 seconds apart and the baby's just going to bloop right on the floorboard. So screw that nurse. I don't know who it was, but F her, man. I was mad as hell. It's like, that's some bullshit. (laughs) I was so livid. When they told me that, but I was like, you know what? It doesn't matter. Okay, fine. So we're having a C-section. They said, yes. 
Here's the problem, though. So normally when you're doing a C-section, it's planned, right? So the day before, you're signing all your paperwork. You're doing all these things. Well, she's in labor, and she's having contractions, and she's in a lot of pain, and she hasn't signed any of these things. And I can't do it for her. Like, I can't sign it for her because she was screaming at them, give me my drugs, give me this, give me that. And she's like, man, you have to... So she's bitching out this nurse and out. She's like, let my husband sign him. She's like, honey, legally he can't. I'm like, oh, sorry, dear. Because I was getting ready to just, hey, let me sign it for her. And uh, so they were going all over. <laughs> like they're reading off all these things. And she's like, yes, I don't care. I don't care. That's fine. And they're like, well, no, honey, you have to. She goes, I don't fucking care. Like, just, just give me the pen. And so she signs because, I mean, she was in pain. So she's freaking out. So like I said, all this started at one o'clock. We get to the hospital and a couple hours later, boom. My daughter is born. What's funny is, though, you know, so I got to go in the room and I'm waiting and I mean, I'm nervous. I'm like, OK, what am I going to see? You know, like they're going to let me in. But like, is it like after they pull the kid out or they're like, no, like you're going to come in and like as we're pulling her out. So when you're having a C-section, there's a tarp pretty much at your shoulders. Like you can only see pretty much like her from the neck up or like maybe a couple inches below the neck. And there's a tarp up because, you know, they have her open. They have her drugged up. So she's awake during all this, but of course she doesn't feel anything. And so she's just sitting there drugged. I'm like, hey, honey. So I'm sitting next to her and I'm looking at her like, okay, dad, are you ready? It's like, yeah, I'm ready. And so I got my phone ready and they're like, okay, dad, here she comes. And I stand up and there's no kid. I'm like, wait, what? what I, okay, what? Did I miss it? And so as I'm looking in, I'm literally staring at the insides of my wife, which looks like a bowl of Hawaiian punch. I mean, it's insane. Like I just see this just water. It, it's red and i'm just like whoa that's kind of cool and all kinds of weird at the same time and i'm looking down and megan's awake just looking at me like okay do you see her I'm like how, like god i can't like i'm trying to process like i'm looking at her alive while her just whoop is open so anyways um so they pull her out you know and because she was breaching you know, her legs were stuck they had to like press down they had to do all this stuff i mean it was really weird but it was really cool just seeing them do all this stuff and you know, <laughs> she came out, I mean, she looked a little purple and which, I mean, it was normal, you know, I mean, she didn't look like she did, you know, that she had to, she was inside, you know, it's not like she can tan inside a uterus. So, <laughs> so anyways, so they pull her out and, you know, she's good to go. And, you know, she didn't really cry much, man. I'm telling you, this kid was a chill kid. And like, I mean, I'm, they're like, okay, dad, we're going to roll you all to the room. And so it was just me and her for like maybe 10, 15 minutes, you know, for a little while, you know, cause they were sewing up uh, Megan and everything. And I'm just sitting there like, you know, waiting for her to start crying and man, you know, cause kids, you know, they went, no man, soon, like she cried, but the minute they waddled her up, they put the little gunk on her eyes. I mean, she was good. And you know, they were like, yeah, it's going to take a while. You know, her eyes won't be truly open. And so like the minute they rolled her in a few minutes later, I looked down and her eyes are wide open and she's just staring at me. And I went, Whoa, like that was a cool moment. So <laughs> So that was a cool moment. But yeah, that's our labor story of um, my wife not telling me, you know, thought we went into labor on a Tuesday. So the kid came a week early from our scheduled date. And <laughs> here's the thing that really pissed me off about that Tuesday visit, though. So it was, it, I mean, on top of the misinformation. So we get a bill like, you know, whatever it was uh, a few weeks later, a month later, whatever it was. So I get this bill from the hospital and I'm thinking, OK, here we go. Like, what do we owe? What did insurance cover? You know have you met our deductible all this other stuff so i open it up and it says twelve hundred dollars i went oh shit like that's it like i've heard stories of it costing tens of thousands of dollars or five or eight thousand whatever it was so i'm looking at it thinking oh hell yeah we got away with this one like yeah and then i noticed it said service date and it had the date of that tuesday 
and I lost it. I'm like $1,200 for 20 to 30 minutes to, for you to one, tell me we're not in labor and two, for you to tell me the wrong fucking information and say, oh yeah, the baby's flipped. I can feel, oh, I was livid. I was so livid, which is why I hate hospitals. Not a fan of hospitals whatsoever and that bullshit. But anyway, so yeah, they tried to charge me $1,200. Now, of course, you know, if you let it go to collections, you can kind of maybe negotiate it down type of thing. And um, so we were able to get it down a little bit. But yeah, I was not happy. Not happy at all. Not happy at all. But that's the labor story. So, I mean, yes, it's not my story. But I mean, it is my story. But of course, I didn't go through the labor, but I was there every step of the way. And good God, it was crazy. <laughs> Luckily, my second one, that one was not as crazy. She only was um, a day early. We went in. So we had this C-section again because they say it's a it's a low percentage. But if you do a natural birth, you know, there's a, there's a chance that something could go wrong. So we decided, okay, we'll just do another C-section. And... Um, <laughs> So the day before we go with our daughter, you know, because she's almost two and we're walking in there and we're signing all the paperwork. She's doing all the stuff. They're like, um, your blood pressure is a little high. So we're going to have to keep you here for a little while and monitor that. Cause if it doesn't go down, we're going to have to have your kid today. We're like, wait, what? Luckily I had already taken off the week and we were taking my oldest to my parents to, for them to watch her for that week, you know, while, you know, we were having the kid the next day. And, uh, so <laughs> needless to say, you know, uh, one kid decided to come a week early. The other kid was like, oh, and well, not her, but the blood pressure said, well, we're going to go ahead and have her today. So on March the 4th, she came and, uh, <laughs> and yeah, it was, it was crazy. So it wasn't as crazy as the first one, obviously, but it was still a, a crazy story. Cause we were just like, of course, like we should have known, we should have known it was, this was not going to be simple and easy, uh, whatsoever. So, yeah, but uh, those are my stories of labor. I hope uh, you enjoyed them. Um, I hope you're thinking back to some of your fun labor stories, if they were crazy or insane or just like, wow, like that was nuts. But um, so, yeah, guys, that's it for this episode. But I do want to talk about uh, so we had the, we had the ultimate movie tournament that lasted a couple months um, that we had. We crowned our champion. It was Forrest Gump out of all the genres. Forrest Gump won it all. Which, I mean, I don't disagree with. It's a good movie, but I don't know. if I'm, I'm a little surprised it actually won the whole thing. But, hey, it is what it is. And we're going to do another one. But it's not going to be a two-month one. It's only going to be a one-time voting round. But we're doing Christmas movies. That's right. So, for anybody watching or listening, this is what I need you to do. I need you to go find us on Facebook and Instagram. On Instagram, it's the underscore genteel underscore life. Okay? The genteel life with underscores between each word. Go follow us on Instagram and make sure you like our Facebook page. It's the Gentil Life Podcast. Okay, so make sure that you go like those, follow them. And the reason I'm asking you to do that is because what I'm going to do is I'm going to put it out there for people to tell me what Christmas movies they want in this bracket. Now, there's only going to be 16 of them. There's only going to be 16 movies in this bracket. So what I want people to do is they're going to give me their votes. They're going to tell me who do they want in this movie tournament. And then out of all the movies that I'm total, uh, that are total, if there's over 16 of them, I'm going to put it out there and then people have to vote. They have to choose which ones they have to choose their top 16. They have to choose 16 movies that they want in there and the top 16 make it. And guess what? Whoever gets the highest percentage of votes, boom, that will be number one. And then number two and three and four and so forth. And then if that doesn't work, I'll draw it randomly out of a hat of who goes up against who to crown 
the Christmas movie champion, okay? And then we'll talk about it here on the podcast. I'll probably have some friends on if possible so we can discuss it. But that's what's going to happen. So we're going to do a Christmas movie tournament here soon because, you know, December is coming. Christmas is almost here. Now, more than likely what will happen is the voting will take place probably, or not the voting, excuse me, but the suggestions will take place over the next couple weeks, maybe right at Thanksgiving, right after Thanksgiving, either way. And then the actual voting will take place in December because, you know, Christmas doesn't officially start till after Thanksgiving. Sorry, folks. Now, you can decorate all you want, but Christmas is official the day after Thanksgiving. <laughs> so anyways, uh, so yeah, make sure you like us and follow us on our socials, guys. And also, you know, like and subscribe to the podcast wherever you listen to it. And you know, I can't say how grateful I am that people listen. Uh, even if it's only a few of you, I hope you'll have uh, some fun and, <laughs> and these are entertaining for you. But uh, this has been a lot of fun. Also... Um, if you are into sports, I have my own sports show up. It's called The Real Sports Rundown, and I have it on YouTube. It comes out every Saturday, so make sure you check that out as well. Uh, that would be um, you know, really cool if y'all want to check those out. I try to be creative as much as I can on video. Um, with this one, it's just you know live. Well, not live, but it's on a podcast, and then you can't see anything. And then on YouTube, I mean, kind of limited on what I can do. But either way, guys, I appreciate everybody listening. I, I, I love it, and can't wait because uh right now <clears throat> next week possibly uh still working on it i might have a good buddy of mine who's a professional wrestler out in the georgia area we're gonna talk some wrestling i'm excited for that and then also for anybody that is watching on youtube i want you to take a look at the shirt here it says uh gratitude is so gangster and it's at susan winning um and so my friend susan Wynn has been doing a lot of cool stuff man uh, she has a book out called uh, One Arm But Not Unarmed type of thing, a book or a, the name of the book, and it's a good read, and I've known her from my time working for the last company that I just quit. Good people, and I know she's been working on some pretty cool stuff uh, with a friend of hers about Patrick Hubbard, and so we've been in discussion. We're going to try to have her on the show uh, and Patrick and talk about their endeavor and what they are trying to do. Um, so yeah, so it, you know, hey, be grateful to each other, man, because that is gangsta, let me tell you. But all right, guys. Anyways, I hope you have a fantastic rest of your day or wherever and whenever you're listening to this or watching it. But have a great day, and we will see you next week. Later, everybody.